Hey, KCI CrossFit, welcome to episode number one of the Gratitude and Grit podcast, hosted by Brad and Nick. We created this podcast for you to talk about real things with real people that everyone can relate to. Our goal with this show is to galvanize our community and provide you with the tools necessary to create a better you through gratitude and grit. This week, we are talking about the creation and history of KCI CrossFit. We will hear the story on how it all began with your co-host and co-owner, Nick Prohaska. So plug in, sit back, and enjoy the show. Let's talk about the story of KCI CrossFit. Yeah. Um, how long has KCI CrossFit been in existence, the actual name of it? So KCI started uh, August of 2014. So we're just over five years old now, which is crazy flown by tell me the story of you coming from florida christine was here uh, and yes i was in florida Uh, we had joked for a while about starting a business and doing crossfit together and it was really just a joke and uh kind of felt convicted at some point Uh, this was in 2013 after ashton and i got married and uh, oddly enough the fall of 2013, Ashley was offered a promotion into Kansas City for her job. So that was our, like, hey, let's get to Kansas City. We had no plans. Christine and I hadn't discussed opening the gym. In fact, she was actually getting the ball rolling on another gym um, at the time. And I was like, well, let me just get up there and we'll get by family and we'll see what happens. So so I was, Ashley and I were working for the same company. Um, so she offered, was offered a promotion. I said, peace, see you later. And I didn't really have a plan. So we moved here. And my thought was, let's get some. In what year did you move here? January of 14. So January 14. Yeah, we moved in January of 14. Uh, so I got a job here at 24-Hour Fitness, actually. Because my work history has been in business and you know other stuff not fitness so i said well let me get kind of the back side of the the fitness industry from a big box and learn you know systems and membership and all that stuff um, again with no real plan of opening a gym so um, that spring into summer the the place that christine was at and now the the founding members of KCI were training with her at this other gym. She was coaching CrossFit. And, and where was that other gym at? It was in Riverside. It was called Core Athletic. Um, it's no longer in existence. So kind of it went defunct, and that was kind of she peeled out of there, just wasn't a great environment. And she had 15 or 20 of these core people, uh, and they were like, hey, if you start a gym, we'll come with you. But so, it wasn't CrossFit-based. It was CrossFit. It was CrossFit-based. Yeah, it was CrossFit. Yeah, the, that gym, Core Athletic, had some strength and conditioning. They had a large turf section, so they were trying to get into youth you know, fitness and youth strength and conditioning. So and just it was kind of they bit off a little bit more they can chew um, to keep a, a brand-new business up and running with 25,000 square feet of floor space. So, So that was going south. And so give me a couple of names of the people that were there yeah. that are still with us today. So Jay and Stacy Johnson were there. Uh, Jill was training. 
Um, Lisa was training. Sandra was there. My Doug, my dad was there. Uh, Steve Rice was there. Well, Steve was there a little bit. Steve's no longer with us. Um, the Binghams, so Ashley, Bingham, John, uh, were all there. So there's kind of a few. I know I'm missing more. Um, so, yeah, they said, hey, started if you start a gym, we'll follow you. So actually Christine and another gentleman started a gym, and he was a father of a very gifted youth uh, Olympic lifter, and she's just a phenomenal athlete, and Christine had been her coach. And so he had said, well, I'll go in with you. I want a space for my daughter to train, so I'll kind of go into business with you. So that was through the summer, and they got that. They started KCI, and again, I still wasn't like in the picture uh, of this. And so KCI opened the doors, um, and I was just training. I had I booked my level one for October of that year, so we opened in August, got my level one uh, in October, and about that time, the the other owner at the time just wasn't feeling it anymore. He's like, man, it's too much work. He had a full-time career and he's a business owner of another business that very actively involved in. And he said, you know what, this really isn't for me, Uh, which that was then my green light to say, Hey, come on as ownership, essentially take his ownership out of it. Were you still working at Planet So I was still working at 24 hour fitness, uh, took ownership stake of KCI and then started coaching that winter of 2014. Of 2014. And so when KCI opened its doors in 2014, were we uh, still on Ambassador? Was there a different location? So it was the original location, which was just south of where we currently are. That, that so you guys were there for five years, plus or minus? Uh, we were there for three and a half years because yeah. we've been in our current space a year and a half already, actually. Wow. So, which is, that's crazy. Last year and a half has flown by. So. Yeah, so we opened that, which the nice part about that first space is that it was already built out. There was no, it was already a gym beforehand. So there was uh, that front room, the rubber flooring was already there. The mirrors were already there, not that we... And wasn't it just the front room that you guys had? No, we had all, we had the whole thing. thing. Yeah, we had the whole thing. So oddly enough, you know, we look back on it, we're like, well, why didn't I just initially say, yeah, we'll take ownership. It's just a weird just the way that it worked out. Like we weren't in a position to think about it. You know, Ashley was getting her career stabilized here. I was thinking in my brain, was like, well, I need more experience. I'd only been in the fitness industry for seven months, essentially, or yeah. less, you know, so. And so when did Christine take her level one? Oh man, Christine got hers 2010 or 11. So she was on the CrossFit bandwagon. Yeah, early. So from 2010... Yeah, super early. Yep. So at that time, she was living in Naples, and I was living in Orlando. I think she got her level one. Well, Ashley and I went down when she got her level one, and we had to watch Carter. Carter was about a year old. So it was probably 2010 she got her level one. So. And then what brought her to KC? Family, being closer to family. Because um, Naples is far from Iowa. Naples <laughs> Naples is pretty far from Iowa. Uh, it, was, it was tough raising two boys by yeah. herself. So that was, that was the draw to get her back closer to family and, and pursue that. And so was so, your dad in Casey? Yeah, he's been here. So that was the kind of the big, the big draw for her to come here instead of anywhere else. So KCI CrossFit is open in 2014. Yep. Um, and you come on 
uh, get your level one and you guys are kind of off and running. So what did you learn from 24 hour fitness that helped you at KCI CrossFit? Uh, systems and procedures really, you know, my previous work experience was in business. So I have had or had a general understanding of financials and how to operate a business, but literally just learning like, Oh, you need a membership contract and how do you actually sell someone and what does that process look like and I think my biggest takeaways from 24-hour fitness honestly not to dog on them but it, it, it's not my style right the, the big box isn't my style so I probably learned more of what not to do or what I didn't like about some of those systems and, and procedures and then how do we say okay well here's what we're not going to do because I don't think it fits the CrossFit model Right. And we've talked about this before because basically their model is, is they want you to not work out essentially because they don't right. have enough equipment for 200 members to work out exactly. all at once. Yeah. So they're I mean, actually hoping that they can get a bunch of members that don't come in and actually work out. Right. Yeah. And again, it's a completely different business model. And I, it, that just didn't make sense. Right. The location that I was at had 7,000 members plus or minus. And on any given month, only 1,000 of them actually were active on their membership. So the, so the model itself was weird, but then just the style that we took with our membership. And we tried to be service-based as much as you can with the front desk, and I, and I ran the membership side of it. But I don't know, it just was really cold, and like it's all about numbers. We know, okay, well, we have to sell 150, or we have to sell 200 memberships this month, and then you just break that down by week and by day, and... It's great to have goals and everything, but it just, it seemed just like numbers and I wasn't actually yeah. trying to help people, right? Like I was trying to just get people to sign a piece of paper and then move on to the next one because I knew I had to get 12 memberships that day or whatever yeah. it was, you know? So it's a lot of memberships. Yeah, it was just a lot. So so you're in Florida and you were working for a rental car place, right? Yeah. And so have you always, has fitness always been a big part of your life? Yes. My fitness has been more, um, which is kind of why I got into CrossFit, but I've wanted to be fit so that I can stay active. I've always enjoyed just being active. The, my roots of activity are in water sports. Growing up in Iowa, it was wakeboarding. I took that to Florida with me. I loved wakeboarding. I still do, but I picked up surfing. Um, so for me, the gym was just another extension of that. It was a way for me to be physically active. Wearing a tie every day, and, and you know this, you're like you're not at, you literally aren't active throughout the day. Right. So unless sitting's an active sport. unless you call sitting an activity, which I don't like <laughs> it's not at all. So so yeah, being in the gym, you know, big box gym was was normal for me um until I kind of had was exposed to CrossFit and that was with Christine, you know, we would visit her in Naples and we did a couple workouts and it's like, what is this? Like, I've never experienced anything like this in my life. Right. You know? So yeah, it was just a natural extension of that. And then learning about CrossFit and like why CrossFit, you know, it's not just a really intense workout just for the sake of a really intense workout. Like the, the principles and the methodology behind CrossFit is that you can, use your fitness in everyday life doing whatever it is that you want to do i was like well that's without me ever stating that that's why i was going to the gym is so i can be active and, and stay active 
So and so so obviously you come to Kansas City and so you only work for um, the big box store for seven, eight, nine months. You went from rental car to fitness. Yeah. And so was that because Christine, you believed that you believed in the fitness track because of her? Yes. And so then that's obviously working with your sister is probably an enticing endeavor. Yeah, it, it you was. Are, you guys are very close. Totally. It, yeah, it, it, that was 100% the for me the the sale of it if you had, you know if I had to say well, I was sold on CrossFit or sold on doing this. I completely believed in it. I believe I believed and still do and in her capacity and her to train people and to deliver results but just her her passion for people um, doing what I was doing in Florida I was never f- fulfilled in my job. So Again, doing CrossFit and having this door open to me, it was like, wow, I can, I can serve people and I can use my skills to actually help people. And it was just an added bonus that it was Christine and I to, to do it together. So, what was your kind of role of the business? Because Christine's always been programming the workouts mm-hmm. and more of the coach mm-hmm. style. Um, so, what were you doing at the beginning of KCI CrossFit? Yeah. Uh, a lot of the same stuff that I do today. It's just on a different level. Um, yeah, Christine's. Were you coaching before you got your level one? I wasn't. You, no. You can't, can you? Correct. Yeah. I mean, you could with without any integrity. That that sometimes happens in the industry. But no, she and and we didn't want anyone to be coaching that didn't have a level one. So Stephen got his level one pretty quickly. I think he got his that summer. So he was coaching here and there. Um, yeah, and then I started to coach right away. So that was. A, that's a pretty big learning curve, uh, just to get thrown in and, and coach, which I discovered that I have, I absolutely love it. You know, that's probably the most rewarding piece of what we do is like the, on the floor coaching in the moment, but starting out and, and today just doing a lot of the back end stuff, believe it or not, we didn't have a website until like December or no, like end of November of that first year. So we went how many months, four months without a website or anything active on social media. We didn't have software set up to, to handle billing. Um, so it was really kind of just creating the, the foundation of a business and, and figuring out what we need on that foundation. So my first role was just to learn it. Right. And then kind of establish, okay, well we need software to run billing and how do I follow up with all the members and loon leads coming in through the website. And then I had to learn how to operate a website because we set up the website and it's like, okay, well that Nick, that's your job now too. So I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I got yeah. <laughs> the website, which is cool. And I, part of what I love about what I do is that I have the opportunity to wear a bunch of different hats in the business, right? You know, the members joke that I love to clean the floors and I do, I love, you know, having clean floors and I'll wear the janitor hat and I'll turn around and I'll coach a class and I'll turn around and I'll work on the website or edit photos or talk on a podcast. Life life of the entrepreneur. (laughs) The life of the entrepreneur. Yeah. So who's coaching and I'm going to say, let's fast forward to 2015. So who's coaching in January of 2015? You, Christine, Steven. Me, Christine and Steven. Um, I can't exactly remember. Kevin was our next coach that came online and I can't remember exactly when he was. I don't think it was right early in 2015, but Kevin Bowen started coaching with us in 2015. Um, so the size of KCI CrossFit in early 2015 is how many members? It's pretty small. Uh, 40. 
probably 40, maybe 50, well, yeah, probably 40 people. Um, and I was still working full time at, at 24 hour fitness. So, so I got, you know, I actually didn't leave 24 hour fitness until I want to say July of 2015. So I was working full time and I was driving down South to go there and I would coach two classes a day, um, typically well, maybe depending on my shift at 24 hour fitness, but either be early morning or in the afternoon. And, you know, back then we only had, I think we had a 6 a.m. class, the 9 a.m. class, and then like a 4, 5, and 6 p.m. class. So we either had four or five classes a day, and now we're running seven or eight classes a day. So yeah, Christine was handling the bulk of that, and some of those early mornings were crazy. I remember her having to take or bring her boys to the gym because she had to open the gym and coach class because I couldn't do it. I had just worked till 11 o'clock the night before. So she opened the gym, brought the boys like half asleep, laid them behind the front desk while she coached class. So but she made a ton of sacrifice and still does, but she made a ton of sacrifice in those early days just to make sure that the coach, the classes were coached. So we didn't grow uh, too much until I left 24 hour fitness because I just didn't have enough time or the, the bandwidth to spend any extra energy on growing the business. Right. So it was more of like, okay, get the website up and running and, you know, just hope someone call, you know, calls in or, or sends in Finds their email. Google yeah. Or so like just, that. I just hope and pray that someone finds us. You know? Right. So how do you grow the, how are you growing the business? And so maybe a better question would be is give us the context of where's CrossFit in 2014, 2015, as far as its heyday and is it getting bigger? Is CrossFit getting bigger in 2014, 2015, as opposed to 2010? Yeah. So the, the big spike in, in CrossFit's growth and it's been growing since, right? The, the trajectory has been up and to the right ever since, uh, kind of the big inception of it. But um, the big spike in CrossFit was, was in 2012, meaning the affiliates opening were, you know, 2012 and 13 were really big. And 14 was kind of a, I don't know, I want to say a soft year for that, but yeah, it was growing, um, total number wise. I want to say in 2014, when we started, there were probably 10,000 affiliates worldwide, I think right now we're just over 15,000 affiliates worldwide. So, you know, we kind of map that out and the, the big, you know, 10,000 affiliates were in the first 10 years, you know, and we've grown by five or 6,000 in the past six or seven years. So, um, so then take us, so when you guys establish the gratitude and grit name yeah. or the mantra for KCI CrossFit? Uh, it's an odd story. It's not necessarily like Christine and I sat down one day and said, okay, what are the core values of KCI? We need to iron this out and figure it out. It really was happen happenstance. Um, <laughs> there's a Facebook post and I actually just showed up on one of my Facebook memories recently, but one of our members, Holly was in for a workout, uh, with Sandra. Uh, and this was two years ago. So this was 2017. And if you don't know the story, Sandra, uh, was diagnosed with cancer, I believe early 2017. So this was fairly early on in Sandra's f first round of chemo. And Holly and Sandra came in for a workout on a Thursday, open gym together. And 
Holly uh, was kind of whining and complaining. And, you know, it was one of those days where like, oh, I'm just not feeling like going to the gym and I don't want to do anything. And But she's there with Sandra. And if you know anything about Sandra, she's got the heart of a lion. And Sandra and her were partnered up on a workout. And I think Sandra ended up like breaking a nail off or it like fell off, you know, side effect of chemo. And like she put gloves on to stop the bleeding. And, and Holly was just like working out with Sandra next to her and then went back and made this post and reflected on her own attitude and, and kind of put it, put some words to her experience and just saying, man, whatever I'm going through is peanuts compared to what a lot of other people are going through. And, and not only what they're going through, but the attitude that you can carry and still go through some really, really difficult times. So just the, the words gratitude and, and grit came out through that post. Um, and, and oddly enough, it, it started with a, a wristband. Holly and I actually were talking right around the same time, like, oh, we just, you know, we should have a KCI CrossFit little wristband, but what do we put on it? I don't want to put the logo or just, K you know, we needed something to come up with to put on the wristband. And so it was like, Holly put that post up and I saw it and it just, you know, it struck a chord immediately. And I sent her a message. I'm like, that's going on a wristband. Did she actually use the words gratitude and grit on her? Yeah. Yeah. You know, put it on Facebook. She didn't make the hashtag gratitude and grit, but I think it was like hashtag gratitude or hashtag grit or something. But, but yes, she used those and then Christine put a nice post, repost that and all that stuff. But so, so it started from there. It really was just, man, these are, these are things that we value and, and believe in, right? The grit to, to work hard and, you know, do really hard things, but also the attitude of gratitude and being super thankful for what you have and where you are and what we're able to do and what we get to do. Um, so it, it didn't become really a core value for a while after that. And then Christine and I were kind of talking like, this is us, like this is, everything that we're about or that we, you know, that we're striving to do in the gym and striving for our members to have because of KCI CrossFit, right? We want people to practice or, or develop both of those, the grit and the gratitude. I mean, I'm still working on those myself, right? Like not, I'm right. definitely not perfect. I'm, and so is, is gratitude just as simple as being grateful and then grit is what? Hard work, determination, persistence? No, it's not that simple. I think gratitude is more uh, like you can feel grateful, right? Like, oh man, thanks for, thanks for getting me that beer. I really appreciate it, right? You can have the feeling of, of being grateful, but to, to act out of gratitude um, is completely, it's not complete. It's a lot more than just, oh, I feel very grateful and I'm blessed to, you know, just look around. You know, you can sit and look at the stars and the, you know, look at a sunset and feel really grateful that you're alive and what we have. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to turn around and act in a grateful way, right? You can still drive down the road and cut somebody off or something like that. Right. So, so, so to me and to us, gratitude is more of an action than, than really just it's not saying, a receiving action. It's a giving. Action. It's a giving. Yeah, exactly. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. You don't receive it. You don't just feel it. Um, and, and grit definitely implies an action, right? Whether that's, 
at its basic level, working through a hard workout, but, you know, but also being willing to do hard things and put in the hard work, right? Whether that's knowing you want to change your lifestyle if you're overweight or if you need to gain muscle or if you are in pain and you need to work through some things, but being, having the, the persistence, the, the tenacity, the, the, the integrity, you know, to, to work through any of those situations. So, yeah. And especially with CrossFit, it's, um, you know, what you get in is what you get out. So that's kind of another aspect of grit and a little bit of gratitude, but totally, you know, if you're working at 24 hour fitness and you're only going two days a week, you're not getting out what you're putting into it. Whereas CrossFit almost demands that you go four or five, six times a week. And now with the class schedule, we're able to go seven times a week. So there's really no excuses. Right. And it just breeds, um, I'm going to say almost more determination, uh, because the more you work out, the more you want to continue to work out. Exactly. So that's kind of the other good side of the grit aspect of it is, is to show up to the gym every day and get better. Yeah, absolutely. So then let's uh, fast forward to where we are today. And so 2019, how many members do we have at KCI CrossFit? Over 100. Over 100. Uh, Just over 100 today. So so. you grew from 20-ish to 40-ish in 2014 to over 100 today. And what's what's been the peak? How many members? What's the most we've had? Uh... End of last year was peak, probably about 115, 100, yeah, 115 or so. I think it was the end of last year, or beginning, beginning of 2019. So. And then, what's the magic number? <laughs> That's a good, good question. Uh, Long term, uh, it'd be nice to be able to serve double what we're doing right now. I mean, that's that, that's lofty goal and. A lot is required to do that, but I think that would be a sweet spot where you're still able to have relationships with everybody. You know, I I don't want to grow to a point where I walk in the front door and I don't know anybody. Um, So I still want to know everyone and everybody's spouse and kids' names and pets' names and jobs and things. So I... um, 200 is kind of a magic number, you know, something to shoot for for us. Yeah. So we're in what year six of KCI starting year six, you starting year six. And so, um, what's kind of the next couple big things that you want to take forward in the next couple of years? Is there a couple goals that you and Christine have to, uh, take KCI CrossFit? I honestly, I think the, biggest thing that we want for people is like the change that that you've been able to have meaning we want people to use the gym as much as possible um you know on on a business standpoint that's what keeps members in the door but on a result level for the member like that's what's going to get your results you know three days a week is great um, and you will see results with three days a week but it's going to take a lot longer so I, th- I think one thing for us is how, you know, the, the, the questions that we're trying to ask ourselves and then deliver on product or services is how do we get people in the gym more in 2020, right? right? You know, how do I help people get in the gym and use their membership more? And that can be as simple as, oh, let's add more open gym hours or let's add a class time or 
let's make a tweak or, or something along those lines, but um, but also providing people with the tools and the resources that they need to, to actually say, hey, maybe I can open up another time in my schedule to work out, right? And, and that takes a, a different mindset and that takes the, the values of, of gratitude and, and grit really to say, well, shoot, man, I can find more time, but it's our job to pr- provide you with those resources and those tools and because it's a shift in mindset really. So, so one is get, keep that and being able to increase, you know, my metric that I can look at, it's super tangible is the committed club, right? If people come in 15 times a month, I know that they're coming in the class more than three times a week, four times a week. Well, if that club is growing, then I know that we're moving that needle. Right. Um, so, so that's, uh, that's important to us. Man, there's a lot of little things that, that have just been, uh, talked about and, and things that we want to do. I want to, be able to deepen the relationships within the community. This year we've started, uh, you know, call it the um, the small groups or the there's the running club, there's a recipe sharing club, there's a swimming club, uh, there's a volley sand volleyball crew that's going to meet here in a couple hours. Um, so things like that were intentional t- for us to say, how do we connect people to each other more? Uh, so we want to keep leaning into that and saying, Hey, how do we get our members to connect with each other more? And it's not just a relationship of you're my five fifteen AM buddy. I'll see you tomorrow or I'll see you Wednesday. It's like, Hey, this is part of who you are and an identity. Yep. So, so we want to really deepen that for the community and for the people. Um, and then grow, uh, honestly, just, just grow more people. I think we've got, uh, a great team of staff on that we can, they can coach and we can help grow the business and be able to bring more, bring more people into the community. Yeah. You know, I, I think there's. <laughs> okay. So, um, well, let's kind of wrap it up here. So any other last thoughts on kind of the story of KCI CrossFit that you want to share? It's fun to, not that this is just popped into my head because I recently was looking through some old photos of for the barbells for boobs thing. It's it's fun to look back at photos and to see where we came from and to see some of the people that have been in and left or moved away. And uh, I mean it it's hum it's truly humbling. Like I was just flipping through these old photos and it's really neat and I'm really thankful and I'm not just saying that, you know, cause we're talking about gratitude and grit, but it, it's just really cool. We're five years old and we've changed so much and, um, we've built, we've built like a community of people and we've been intentional with it and it's just been really, really fun. So I mean, we, we as a, as a community and we as a business are at a really neat spot right now of just being able to reflect back over, and have data and have memories over five years and then be able to take that forward and say, holy smokes, like, yeah, like this could be a, you know, where does the road go in the next year or five, you know? That's a wrap on episode number one and a big thanks to Nick for sharing his story. And thank you to our community for joining us. 
please don't forget to subscribe to the Gratitude and Grit podcast and join us every week for a new episode. If this podcast is delivering value to your life, then let us hear about it. If we are missing something, then please let us know by sending your questions or comments to podcast at kcicrossfit.com. Thank you.